Hi there, everybody. This is Donna Fox, and you are listening to Akashic Wisdom, the show where we talk about the Akashic Records, where you can call in and get your information from the Akashic Records, where we talk about how you can use the Akashic Record energy in every area of your life. So today is February 3rd, 2013. And again, my name is Donna Fox. I work with the Akashic Records and have been doing that for going on 17 years. And uh, for those people who don't know or are just tuning in for the first time, the Akashic Records are the energetic recording of your soul's journey over every lifetime. So every thought, word, and deed are registered in the Akashic Records including your soul's intention for this lifetime. Now, most people think that the Akashic Records are are just past lives. But the reality is, there's so much more than that. There are so many different levels and, and, and fields of consciousness and, and areas. If you think about a great library, which many people like to refer to as the uh, the Akashic Records, you have to think about the fact that they're like a um like the like past lives are just a room in the library, albeit a large room okay but a a a room nevertheless and so it's important that we understand that there's so much more we can do with this energy than ever before, and so that's what we talk about here on uh on the akashic wisdom show we take your questions. And we can take your uh, emails if you have a question. And last week, um, we ended up the session, and we had a question from Deborah. Um, and I, I answered part of it, but I don't know um, if if it was if she was listening. She's listening this week or not? But. Um, so we're going to go back and answer that question. So if you would like to email a question to me, you can email me at info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at akashicwisdom.com, just like the radio show, Akashic Wisdom, akashicwisdom.com. Again, that's uh, info, I-N-F as in Frank O, at akashicwisdom.com. And if for some reason you're not looking at the website and you would like to call in, our call-in number is toll-free in the United States and Canada, 888-429-5471. And if you'd like to call direct, you could call in uh, actually 530-763-1574. And that our our country code is 011. Okay. All right. So let's go back and talk to Deborah for a moment. And again, you can talk to us and um, and just be a part of it. And if you would like to get more information about my work, you can go to the bbsradio.com. There's a whole... Um, information if you just click on that and 
But again, also, if you would like in for more information on the Akashic Records and how I access, etc., you can actually email me at info at akashicwisdom.com. So uh, we're going to look at Deborah here. And her question is, I'm looking for a new job. I got laid off, and I'm not sure which direction I want to go in. I have some choices, and I have a little bit of time. Can you help guide me? Well, Deborah, what's interesting about that is that there are talents that you have that you also have been wanting to explore for a while. And we want you to look at this getting laid off as a gift. And the reason this is a gift is because now, as you said, you have a little bit of time. But the idea here is it's really more about what's going to bring you the greatest joy. What what do you truly want to do to not only fulfill your heart's desire, but also to create a right livelihood? And so it's very important that you get clear about what you want to do. And when you ask which direction you should go in, what I'm hearing is that you need to go the the direction that gives you the most joy. So we want you to just really look at that and understand that Up to this point, I'm also hearing that you have really done a lot for other people and it's kind of like your time right now. That's what I'm hearing. So if you would like to call in and talk to to, to, to me personally, that'd be great. Again, you want to call 800-429-5471. I don't know where you're located, If you know, but if you're in within... Uh, Canada or the United States, that's a toll-free number. Again, it's 888-429-5471. Or uh, the direct line is 530-763-1574. So I want to talk to a little bit tonight about when bad things happen to good people. Uh, this is hitting very much close to home for me. And within my family, we have a a situation where it would be easy to, to go into the victim mode. The the outcome is not played out, and I really have no control over it because it's only something that I can observe and support. 
And so the, we have some very important choices to make when life throws us a curveball. A curveball that we don't know how to return. And I'm sure there have been times where many of you found yourself in a situation where, A, you didn't ask for for the problem, B, it hit you blindsided, totally blindsided, never expected it, and it was something so out of the ordinary or, or unexpected that you weren't sure how to handle it. In my particular situation, and that's not what we're dealing with now, but the way, one of the ways, excuse me, that I ha- I experienced this, and was that when my first husband died, when my kids were 16 months old, three and six, and there was no insurance, and I was just, now all of a sudden I was a single mom, and I had lost the love of my life, and he was gone, taken, within five hours. He had a massive heart attack. He was 40 years old. And you have to understand that in 1978, the opportunities for women were not necessarily um, abundant. (laughs) And especially at that time, if you weren't trained in a specific vocation, then there was very, there wasn't a lot that that a woman could do and make enough money for her family. And so, at the time that he passed, I was lucky enough to have the support of my folks but still, when you lose the love of your life and your your whole life changes within hours and you walk back into a home and your children are upstairs sleeping how do you how do you tell a 6-year-old that his daddy's not coming back How do you tell a three-year-old that her daddy's not going to be there to be at her wedding or be there when for whatever? And how do you tell a 16-month-old that he'll never have a chance to know his dad even for a moment the way his brother and sister did? And then how do you live your life knowing that you're alone and without money. (laughs) We had just bought a new home a few months before. And so here we are. Now, I'm not telling this story, again, to, to be a victim. I'm telling you a story. I'm telling this information for you to have an understanding that we all have our stories 
we all have our dramas. And this is not to make light of this, but it's to say that you never know in a moment how your life can change. And so it's very important that we begin to really look at what we want and who we are. And the reason that com- combines with this is that when, if you are moving on the right track, or rather than the right track, in the track that brings you the most joy, and you feel solid in who you are, and you get blindsided by something, you have you to hang on to. And that's going to be really important. There are there are situations that we can't explain and we don't understand why. For example, I didn't expect my husband to die. He was 40 years old and Literally, he was here one day and gone the next. Literally, my baby was sleeping, took a nap, and so that when he woke up from his nap, his dad was dead. Now, I will tell you that this particular, that that when he passed, I learned so much in that amount of time from the time he passed until... Uh, well, I just I just kept on it, it. I kept on learning more, and I wouldn't be the spiritual. I wouldn't have the spiritual awareness I do now. I don't believe that my life would have gone that way had he lived. And so, <laughs> he actually said to me once, many times actually, that he loved me so much he would die for me. And in fact, that's what he did. It was his turn to leave this time first. Now, I didn't know that. I didn't. That didn't come to me. I had no knowledge of that because in 1978, the idea of spirituality was what your what's your sign. There were very few people that were in the know about. Let's say it was it was not as spirituality and new age thinking and creating your own reality and meditation. It, it, it was not in the mainstream of thought. And thank thank goodness and thank God that it is now. But it wasn't then. And so it's important to understand that now is a time for you to take a hold of your own beingness. In 1978, I was was 30 years old. I was 30 years old, and I I knew there was God. I knew there was something. I knew there was a reason and purpose for everything. I, I don't know why I knew that, but I knew it. I just couldn't figure out what it was. I could not figure out why God would take my husband away from me, and three children. 
and yet there was a part of me that knew there was a reason and purpose for everything that 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 allowed me it was that internal knowing even though i couldn't even express it even though i didn't know it was coming around the next corner but i knew there was a reason and purpose for it but i i didn't know why but i was i was lucky enough and i say lucky because it's not always we always don't, we not always can't pick how we're going to feel at times of this kind of trauma but in this particular situation i say i was lucky enough not to blame god even though people would say to me i don't know why god took him so young no god didn't take him young and again it was years years later that i realized and that i was told by the akashic records that no one leaves this planet who is not complete. And that's an important piece of information. No one leaves this planet who is not complete. Whether or not they have lived for 70 years, 40 years, 30, 25 years, 15 years, 10 years, or one year, or even if they die in utero. No one leaves this planet who is not complete. And so it's for that reason that I was able to move forward, and it's for that reason that I'm sharing this with you today. Because it's really easy to move into victimhood. It's really easy to allow a situation that brings you to your knees to stop you from getting up and moving forward. And so if you're going through something like that, if you need some insight or guidance as to how to put one foot in front of the other, I encourage you to call in tonight. I encourage you to email me. Because the Akashic Records, Masters, Teachers, and Loved Ones can truly help you. So again, the numbers here are, if you're again, you're from in the U.S. or Canada, you can call toll free eight 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 four two nine five four seven one, or you can dial direct at five three zero seven six three five seven two four. So the the that's an important piece of message for you. I do, and so I'm going to let that simmer for a moment. I want to definitely say hello um, to some new friends. Uh, I was um, I had the pleasure of of meeting 
um, a wonderful lady named Ernie, short for Ernestine, and another young young lady that that her name is Julie. And I saw an old friend today, um, Fran, and I was at, I was at the uh, the first spiritual church of Kent, Ohio, t- this this afternoon. Lovely group of people. Now I don't know if you folks are familiar with Kent, Ohio. It's a rather small town, great college town, uh, and I was actually there and shared a wonderful potluck and was able to receive as well as is uh, participate or observe and f- and be in the energy of these wonderful people. And so I want to say hello to those folks and uh, the leaders of the, of the church uh, and the folks that were giving the, the readings and the healings. It was quite quite something. So uh, I want to say thank you. And... Uh, and thank you, and a big shout out to to my friends. And then on Friday night, that because that was today. Friday night, I actually went to it was going to a drum circle, and the drum circle got canceled. And so a few of us went for coffee, and that's where I met Julie and Ernie, and also uh, a wonderful young man, Nino, and uh, and two other gentlemen. So uh, Mr. Simmons was one. Chuck was the other guy, and uh, that's where I met Julie and Ernie. So we, you know, it was really a wonderful opportunity, and and uh, it's time for me to really move into my new area and find my community. So that's what I'm on the in the process of doing. And for those people who move into a new town and don't know how to um, connect. I suggest you go up to Meetup and see if there are any meetups in the area. And uh, that's how I found the drum circle. And I uh, also found, uh, I, w- I went to the Uni- Unitarian Universalist Church. Uh, and I am planning on going to the various Unity churches that are in the area. And the reason for this is because even though I'm really, of course, the Unitarian Universalists don't believe in any kind of dogma. Um, they believe a, um, it's an interesting belief and in lovely, lovely people. But I'm I'm looking for a new community. I'm not necessarily into into a dogma where I need to go to a a church, but where what I what I want to do is find like-minded people. And so I am putting myself in the position of being where like-minded people are. And so if I don't take (laughs) the reins and do this, you know, um, it will, (laughs) it won't, uh, it won't happen. Okay, so I'm getting, what happened to your show? I'm getting an email from a listener. What happened to your show? I hope everything is okay with you. We are all missing you. Huh. I don't know why that is. Um, so you're saying, so Debbie, you can't hear me. If you can hear me, please call me. Please call into the show or please email me and let me know, okay? Because I see it listed. 
in my browser, and it's got new new uh, phone numbers. I'm, I wonder if it's something with your your browser. Hey there, everybody. Here I am. <laughs> I'm back, and so I <laughs> don't know what happened there. So glad that you you folks you know heard me uh, in a certain area. Um, I got a message from B in New Jersey saying I can hear you. That's great. That was important. And I got a message from Debbie who told me I wasn't on the air to begin with. <laughs> and Debbie says you're back. Great. I'm glad. And Bob also. Um, said I was back. Okay. So here I am. So if this here's the deal. If you guys for whatever reason can't hear me from now on, call the station. They're the people you should call. Okay, because I it's real important that you can let me know that you're doing that, but please call the station. That's going to be real important. And if for some reason you can't get a hold of the station, then you can call then then email me, okay? Thanks so much. Okay, so um, Bob has a question here. Okay, uh, let, let's take a look at what this question is. Um, okay. Uh, um, I'm just trying to decipher what the question is because um, it's so long. All right, so we're going to go to something else uh, instead because this is kind of a long, long question about, I'm not sure what he's even asking. Um and so we're going to go ahead and move forward. So remember the call-in numbers are 888-429-5471 or 530-763-1574. Okay? All righty. Uh, and the other thing is is that we were talking very deeply about what to do and why it's important when when we are in a situation where bad things happen with with good people and it's also going to be very important for you to move into your faith okay so we were we were deeply talking about that and um i would love to get some some comments okay okay um somebody just told me i'm off the air Okay, now they switched to promos and music. Maybe it's the delay. See how long that lasts, okay? Bob, thank you so much. Um, this is crazy. Okay. Hmm. I'm not sure what to do with this. So I'd like to come back on the air, and hopefully that'll happen. So let me know if you're hearing me now. Okay? Great. So I'm going to keep on talking. Hopefully this will be recording. Very odd. Okay. Uh, huh, not sure where we're going with this. Okay. Um All right. Uh, okay. So it's 11:36, and uh, 
just like to hear from anybody out there that would like to comment on tonight's program so far. There we are. Okay, good. It is the delay. Here I'm back. I'm so glad that you can hear me. Great. Okay. Um, good job. So what we're we just what I'm saying to you as an audience is that we would we need to be able to not be victims when something bad happens in our life. And I've said that about four times already. Um, let me just kind of get back into my center here. Okay. So when certain things happen that take us off our our center, we have to move right back in and ask ourselves, how can we best serve ourselves to make ourselves stronger during a time of trauma. So here's the the important piece. It will be important for you, if you're in the middle of a crisis right now, to ask yourself, what do I need from me to survive this crisis? What do I need to do in order to survive this, this, this crisis? So I, I want to say um, you have to really move into not only your center, but you have to, when crisis hits, Although it's about serving others, it's also about serving yourself. So what does that mean? That means that unless you are on your center, if you are on within your own alignment, you are much better able to serve others because then you don't get taken off your game. So how do you do that? There are many people out there that do not want to or are not sure if they believe in God or a higher power or whatever. And when a bad thing happens, they want to blame the God that they didn't, weren't sure they believed in anyway. And so when bad things happen, it either brings you closer to your faith or takes you farther away. You may want to notice that when bad things happen and you allow it to take you away from your own faith, it hurts more. Whereas when you move into your faith, and it doesn't even have to be a faith in a religion 
or faith in a deity. So much as it is a faith that says to you, what's happening now, I don't know why it's happening. I don't understand why it's happening. I'm going to feel as as anchored and grounded as possible. I'm going to observe that which is happening around me. And I'm going to move into the faith that I know that no matter what, everything will will turn out the way it's supposed to. It may not even turn out the way I want it to. But it will turn out the way it's supposed to. So, again, if there's someone out there that's going through something that they would like to talk about, again, the numbers are 888-429-5471 or 530-763-1574. There is a friend of mine who has been diagnosed with cancer. Actually, I have two friends like that. One of the one of the friends has gone for chemotherapy three times, actually two times, and she's now she was in remission for a while. Now she has to go back for the third. And I asked her. We're, we're talking. You know, has she done any praying? Has she done any visualizing? Now, this is not a typically, quote-unquote, spiritual person. And she said, no. And I said, I said, beyond not feeling well, what are you doing with your anger? She goes, I can't do anything with it. It won't go away. And so she... So so this particular person is living in anger because that she because she said she's cutting cancer. And I know there are many, many people out there that can identify with that. So in in talking to her, she has I gave her some suggestions about um about faith and visualization, etc. I said, but what's important is you can't visualize one thing and with the underlying belief that it'll never work. Because that fights each other and it doesn't go anywhere. You, you can't ask for... You cannot... This is a very... It, it, it just... You, can ask, you cannot ask for help with the underlying feeling that you'll never receive it and expect to get it. Because
because the underlying belief or feeling, that energy, cancels out your request. And in times of crisis, negative trumps positive when you're trying to, when you don't believe what you're asking for or what you're trying to believe. So it's like you're hollow praying. Like you're praying for, for one thing, but you know the worst is going to happen. I understand that very well. Until I understood the concept, I would do a lot of hollow praying. And I didn't know why things were happening. I, I, I did a lot of hollow praying when my first husband was dying. It's almost like, and that was, it wasn't even on purpose. It was just a knowing. It was like, I'm praying for him to be better when I'm, my underlying gut told me that wasn't going to happen. I'm not talking about that. I thought it was hollow praying. I'm talking about when you do a manifestation or you or you act as if or you you have all these wonderful um, affirmations but you're saying the affirmations and inside you think you're lying to yourself and you you don't believe it so it's those kinds of situations that allow you to stay exactly where you're at and so many times people feel stuck because they're not getting or they're not um, moving forward the way they want to. And so when that happens, I encourage you to take a look at your underlying belief systems of how you believe it's really going to come out. How you believe Um, how you believe this, whatever situation it is, is going to affect you, or how you believe life looks at you. I think it was Einstein that that said that there was only two ways of of looking at the world whether it was a safe universe or an unsafe universe. And so that's the question that you may want to ask yourself. Do I believe it's a safe universe or an unsafe universe? Do I believe it's an abundant universe or a... uh, or not not abundant? So it would be, do I believe it's an abundant universe or a measured universe? And so that's, those are the questions. And the idea of faith, faith without knowing the outcome, is very hard for many people. Because we all like to be in control. But when bad things happen to good people, it's not about control. 
it's about really moving within to see how we're reacting. What is it within us that we can do for ourselves so we can feel stronger? And many times, the answer is surrender. Surrender the control or surrender the need for control. Because in certain situations, you're not in control. And you might as well just really become an observer and notice how that affects you and the people around you, whatever's happening. And out of that, you will find your action plan. That's your action plan. Sometimes the most important thing you can do is nothing. So how does that how does that work for you? So how does that work for you? So my recommendation is that you just have faith in you. That's all you can do. My other recommendation is that you try on the idea of a higher power. And a, and a greater reason and purpose. Even if you're not ready to hear what that reason and purpose is yet. Just knowing that it's there for you. So I I, I hope this has been helpful. I know that we had a little bit of a hiccup in the middle of the show. But you folks that are listening are very dear to me, and I thank you for listening. And again, this is my way of giving back and serving. This is February, the month of love, the month of loving. And the month where you may want to think about redefining what love means to you. There's many people out there that that say that it's hard for them to, to fall in love. Or they don't feel lovable. And over all different comments in between. And so the recommendation that's coming down right now is that you truly create a description of what you're willing to do to prove that you love you, or if you're in a and not or, and if you're in a relationship. To tell your partner, write write it down first so that you kind of really get it clear, how you know they love you, and to tell them the ways that you, what you do 
to show that you love them and have a conversation about it. But many times we are in this position to not know how to love because we've never experienced love. It's like we don't have a model for it. And so it's really about you taking this time, this new energy that's here on the planet, and redefining what love means to you. And it's nobody else's definition but yours. However, sharing it with your loved one would be important. But getting clear about your commitment to you on what you can do to show you you love you is important. That's part of getting back to your center and not be feeling victimized. And again, for those people who are looking for love, Write the description of, of your perfect perfect love, your soulmate, or if you want to think of, I, I don't really, I think there's many soulmates, I don't think there's just one soulmate. But, um, write a description of how you want your relationship to look and feel. And then write the, relation, write the definition of not only what, what you want from a partner, but what, what you're ready, you know, willing to do to... Um, to love a partner back. What do you? How do you define loving someone else? So, give that a shot. We have a comment here. Thank you, Debbie. She says, "When I first learned that we can all heal ourselves and others, I tried it on my little pug." And I'm going to say this her name wrong, but her little dog, so, who had a lump growing on his neck. And sure enough, in only 10 days, the lump disappeared. You just have to believe. That's great, Debbie. And I, you also have to know for you, all those healer out there, healers, that it, that it's not we as humans who do anything. We don't heal. All we can do is partner with the divine to bring the energy forth, and it's up to the participant on whether they want to join in and align with that energy. And as far as this wonderful little dog that got healed, all right, what happened is this dog was so close to Debbie and felt her love so deeply that that love and divine love came forward and had a greater impact on the physicality than the disease. And that lump appeared in order to be healed so Debbie would really get it. So you need to thank your little doggy for helping you believe even stronger. Thank you, Debbie, so much for that comment. 
So we have three more minutes left of the show. And I want to thank you all so much for listening. And so the other piece here, as far as this being a wonderful month of love, I'd like you all to start um, considering what you can do to show your love for the planet, for uh, a nonprofit organization that you'd like to support, for paying it forward. What can you do to pay it forward? What can you do to tithe or to offer service? Whatever it is, and it doesn't have to be you can do something wonderful for somebody and they won't even know who did it. That's kind of the most fun to do is to do something nice for somebody. So, I mean, I'm sure you all heard about uh, on Facebook and stuff about this one couple that bought um, dinner for an, for another couple. But wouldn't it be nice to buy dinner for somebody and not even tell them who bought it? Or to create a wonderful package um, of uh, some types of products or possibly some food or whatever and and leave it at the doorstep of somebody you know who needs it. And there's also the, the, the habit of writing notes that confirm a, the greatness in humanity. So, for example... You are way more than you think you are. You are you are a wonderful being of light. Just leave it in the dressing room. Leave it. Um, leave little notes, love notes, if you will, for people to pick up. And you would be amazed how that can change that person's life and how it can change the planet. So we have to pay it forward. And, and all the things you always wanted to hear, start telling them to somebody else. Write them down and leave little notes. Like, you're wonderful. You have a beautiful smile. God loves you. You're surrounded by angels. Things like that. Things like that. In fact, that's what my CD, The Remembering Your Magnificence, is. So if you have somebody that you love and you would like to show them that you love them, you can buy the CD. <laughs> Just email me and I'll tell you how to do that. And you can email me at info at akashicwisdom.com. If you'd like to call me privately, my telephone number is 216-691-1233. Well, everybody, it's time to go. Hope you tune in next week. We've got some interesting things to talk about. And I want to close the record. So I want to thank the masters, teachers, and loved ones for all their wonderful healing information. We ask that all those listening, may their hearts be opened, their burdens be lifted, and may we truly look into the mirror and see into the heart of the divine. And with that, we close the records by saying amen, amen, amen. The records are now closed. If you'll all join me in saying amen. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.